It's the True Penny Show with your host James True Penny. Hello and welcome to the True Penny Show. My name is James True Penny. This is my show, and today we are at the first of the major, the new beginning shows from Pro Wrestling at Gaiochi Prefectural Gymnasium in Japan, with 2,710 screaming fans in attendance, and to accompany me on this journey of Bookended misery, as we what's what we're calling today's show. It's Christy. How are you doing? Hi, back to talk about New Japan again. Yeah, I mean, we we haven't done this for ages because like I, no one else has really been interested in New Japan for the last three years, and I have struggled to find podcast partners. Even John, who watch anything, has has struggled to keep up with New Japan because. It, it, it's had a bit of a creative low, but now we're getting into a bit of creative up. But there are things afoot which we need to discuss prior to us on our happy trip uh, down Nagaya Way, which is... Well, not all happy, let's not lie. The... <laughs> <laughs> Some drizzling shit, to be honest with you, but we'll, we'll get to it in time. Um, yeah, here's the first of all the... Departure on Kazuchika Okada, the rainmaker, if you will. He is leave announced his departure from New Japan Pro Wrestling. He has not decided which particular company he will sign with. Um, me and Marcus would like him to sign with Glate. We might do some shows for them, to be honest with you, uh, before he departs anywhere else. Um, but obviously, this is a massive blow to New Japan Pro Wrestling. They're arguably their most bankable star, their most consistent performer of the last 10 years. And arguably the best male wrestler in the world right now. Um, and um, he leaves on January the 31st. He's got to defend the Never Open Weight Six Man Tag Team Championships, probably a couple of tag matches. And his final match will be with Hiroshi Tanahashi, president of New Japan Pro Wrestling and New Japan Television Champion. Christy, your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, waking up to this news was not fun. I, I, I. I saw it. I saw the the black and white lion, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> something's something's up. Someone is leaving. Someone is injured." And then mm. it was Okada. Uh, and we talked about Okada leaving before, and I was completely convinced he wouldn't. So to see it be him was shocking. And it's just. There's two sides of this for me because on the one hand, it's mostly just me being really sad because I like Okada a lot and he's been the golden child ever since I started watching New Japan. Mm. So I can't imagine a New Japan without him. And he, he's just, he, he's an amazing athlete, an amazing wrestler, and he's also such a nice guy that he, he's the perfect package. And I I would just I'm going to miss him, and I know that wherever he's going, I probably won't be watching, because I have trouble enough keeping up with New Japan. <laughs> you know that I've been gone for like a couple of years, and th this is my promotion, um, because of investment, but also because of time zones. If he goes to America, I I'm not going to wake up at 4 a.m. in the at night to watch him and then go to work three hours later no. it's it's so i i know that once he leaves i'll probably be able to see bits but i won't be able to see okada as a wrestler anymore yeah and that makes me really sad i, I, I sorry carry on, carry on. 
Yeah, no, you can interject. I, I can wait. I was going to say, I, I was going to say, because it's happened to me several times now in the sense of, I love Mako Samora. As you know, she is still my ID pick, and I absolutely love her work, but I have not seen her wrestle for two or three years because she works for WWE, and I have no interest in watching WWE. Mm. And the same with Yo Shirai, and the same with Asuka Kakana, and you know these are great wrestlers. And Shingo and um, Shinsuke Nakamura, these are great wrestlers who I've really enjoyed the work of. But it is like I have no interest in watching WWE as a company, and the presentation, and it just just goes against like what I enjoy in professional wrestling, and it's like. So this will probably be the last time, I, last month, I will see him wrestle on a regular basis. If Ghostway W, I might see him more often, but I'm I, I can't plow through four or five hours of television on a weekly basis anymore like I used to when I was a kid because I just don't have that time, you know. And I've, there's other promotions I've got time invested in that I would rather watch. I'd rather watch a Clayt show every two weeks for three hours and get a a lovely complete wrestling show with characters I enjoy and matches that are that are absolutely top-notch every time and know I get a quality product that I'm going to be there with rather than, to be blunt, plowing through hours of TV matches that I have no interest in whatsoever. And that's that's the thing is, like, I think a lot of people this week were very sad. A lot of people are very sad in general about the Japanese wrestling industry because of the WWE-ish situation who seem to be hovering over the industry and willing to poach their best players um and that's another issue we can talk about another time i think because this should be about okada and his effect on new japan because we're new japan fans and but i think it's going to be just be very sad and for a while and the gap will be filled i was sad when nakamura left but the gap will be filled and things will move on and it's, yeah, yeah maybe we can talk about that after yeah we're done with the okada bit yeah uh, Okada at AEW would also not be good for me, like time zone wise, and mm. I don't even know how to watch. I, I, I was told <laughs> there's an app. I'm yes. like, I have no idea. I, I'm not going to pay for that. Um, yeah. and, and then you have the problem that I always have with AEW talent. Not that they're not good, but I'm not invested because I don't know the storyline. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I know Okada, but I know the Okada from now. Yeah. Not the Okada in AEW, if that's where he's going. So the investment would be different and it would be strange. So, yeah, yeah. and it is, as well as the you've got a roster in AEW that's absolutely stacked, and you've got a roster in WWE that's absolutely stacked. And does he become just another guy instead of the special one? If um, you had to choose, would it be AEW or WWE? <sighs> For him, if I was him, I would say WWE because the money will be better. Even if he does get lost in the shuffle, he'll have a couple of million to sit back on. <laughs> mm. um, AW's burning money to sign people at the minute, but I think there's not enough stable... the stability in WWE that isn't there in AEW right now. And As much as I love AEW and what it's trying to do in the wrestling industry, if you're trying to pick a place that's going to support your family for a long period of time, and WWE might be the way to go. If you want more creative freedom and to be yourself and have an actual shot of becoming the rainmaker in an American market, I think AEW is the place to go. So it's, it's horses for courses. It, it depends on what he wants to do. 
And if he wants to expand his horizons, I think AEW is probably the better place to go. If he wants to earn big money, then I think WWE is probably the better place to go. Yeah, that's also my thing with... I I, I don't trust AEW, but mm. I trust them that they would keep Okada Okada. Yeah. They would continue mm. with the character, whereas I don't trust WWE no. to do that. I've, I think they'd give him a different name. Uh, and I, I think history. I I don't I don't think they will do now. Partly because no, may, maybe not necessarily a different name, but I don't trust them to understand the Okada character. No, I don't either. Whereas Unless AEW, wants, I would yeah. trust with that because it, because he's been a character on AEW television for the yeah. last two years. You know, he's he's dropped in and out of the TV show. Plus, you know, it's it's the whole image the coin drop the whole everything is in AEW you know that first night he appeared in AEW he was so over just so yeah. over and for Tony Khan that's 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 magic you know you can't bottle that so that's what makes me kind of think that Khan can put the money to get that guy but equally it's like it, there's also like Shinsuke Nakamura works in WWE a friend of Okada's there's, there's a Japanese contingent in AEW. There is a Japanese contingent in AEW, but it's not as strong as it is in WWE. And people like Asuka and Kairi Sane and um, uh, Io Shirai have proven you can get over. Yeah. So. Yeah, and still, this is just us talking about what we would want, because obviously we would want what he wants. Yeah. Because yeah. that's been discussed today as well. That <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of angry people around on the internet. Yeah, and that, that was my second point uh, about the Okada news. Like, most of me was sad, incredibly sad. Mm. And then the other part was really disappointed because I just, I just knew what fandom was going to do. Mm -hmm. One of my first tweets about it was... How sad I was for Okada, but also that uh, about Okada, but also that I knew people were going to be super negative now. Like yeah. New Japan is done, New Japan is over. Of course they will. It's like, well, no, <laughs> no, it isn't. Yeah, it, but no. but it's it's just I knew it was going to happen, and I was looking looking at the reactions and like, oh, this is going to be so annoying. Yeah. And so negative, and I, I already hate the mentality a lot of supposed New Japan fans have, where everything New Japan does is horrible. Yeah. And this was not going to make it any better. No, and it's like, yeah, but the company was still there when Inoki got essentially had to quit because everybody turned on him. The company was still there when they fired Shinya Hashimoto in 98, and Otani went as well. You know, they were two of the biggest. They were they were like the equivalent of a car and Tamatonga on that in the company. And then the company was much bigger, yes, but it, it didn't signify the end. They were still filling the Tokyo down every week. The company didn't end when Keiji Muto left to go to all Japan in '99. The company didn't end when uh, Masahiro Chono went to all Japan. Uh, well, yeah, he went to all Japan in '99, and definitely didn't end when he came back and was one of the worst bookers I've ever had. <laughs> You know, the company will still be there. The company's not going anywhere. It's I, all right. Yes, there are issues. Um, 
perhaps with the booking direction and their issues with like maintaining strength of draw and the company didn't do as well at Livegate during uh, COVID as other companies did. But that doesn't mean it's the end of the company. The company is still there. The company will still produce television and it earns massive revenue for Bushy Road, so it's not going to shut down. So don't worry about that. But it's the same, it's the same story we've had in recent years. Like every week, AEW's ratings are falling down. Hey, the company's going to close. The Warner Brothers will get rid of it. No, they won't because it's incredibly cheap to make and it fills hours and they get demographics that you won't get with any other programming and people watch every week. It, it won't. Stop worrying about it. Just watch wrestling and enjoy it or don't enjoy it. That's fine. <laughs> I've yeah, got, it's, I've got, it's just... It, yeah. It's my... It's, I, I watched New Japan because I really enjoy it and I came back and I really enjoyed it and then yeah. I see all the negative comments and I'm like, why are you watching? Yeah, I, I'm not the type to say just go watch something else or stop or whatever but if this is so detrimental to your health, mental health that you're not, <laughs> nothing but negative, then maybe take a break. Yeah, that's it. I, it's there are things the company does that drive me nuts, and there's going to come to the drive you nuts as well. Mm -hmm. We both talked about that, <laughs> but but the the general gist is the company's going to work well, and it's going to be fine. Red Shoes yeah. will still be counting three in the main event next week, yeah. as he has done for the last fifteen years, and as he will do for the next five or six years until he decides to hang it up, and then we get Marty Sami. And, and who will there. he give the big titles to? Who are, will... who are they going to push? It's going to be Sonata and NATO and all the guys you expect and young guys coming up. And some will take slow burns like Yoshihashi and some will take fast tracks like Kazuchika Ricardo because that's how wrestling works and has worked for the last 200 odd years around the world as a capitalist entity. Because mm. the moment this happened, people were like, oh, New Japan is done. They have no big stars. They have no young up and comers that can take Okada's place. And on the one hand, I agree, because who can replace Okada? No one. Mm. Not even guys like Sonata. So young guys are never going to be able to do that. But if I look at the roster that they do have, they have amazing amounts of young guys. Really talented young guys. I, which I will... they didn't have in like 2018. No. Or 2016, when the last time this happened, when Shinsuke and AJ Styles and um, Charles and Anderson went. Mm -hmm. That was for major stars left the company at the same time. And then you had one of the most creative runs of the next two years, because it was Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi, and we were off to the races and filling stadiums in North America and filling stadiums in Japan. It was the most productive period in New Japan's history. For three or four years now it was perhaps not necessarily and well yeah aw essentially existed because of that run you know that it was a it was an organized it was a run that kind of like just set the wrestling world on fire and you know there's not i'm not going to say that's going to happen again now because it you haven't got like a another once in a gen two once in a generation talent like a ibushi or a omega to kind of like do that but there's people with loads of potential to tell great stories on that on that roster. There, there is, you know. Yeah, and that's the one positive I, I've saw about this. 
Mm. Um, things like this creates creativity and choices yeah. that they wouldn't normally make. So I look forward to seeing where they're going. And it happens all the time in Japanese wrestling. If you go back to the 80s, Rikichosu and his crew leave New Japan Pro Wrestling. That leaves space for Tatsumi Fujinami to be the ace of the company going forward. Um, Rikichosu comes back and they make big money throughout the 90s with, with Fujinami and Chosu because they genuinely don't like one another. <laughs> mm. uh, all Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, Jinichiro Tenru and the first... Um, um, what's the what was the phrase? Oh, the first migration, <laughs> the first schism. That was it. The first schism in all Japan pro wrestling. Tenru takes half the roster with him. Oh, all of a sudden you've got Kawada and Misawa and Kabashi and Johnny Ace and Steve Williams and Doctor Gordy and Stan Hansen just float to the top and produce the most financially productive period of professional wrestling for any company on planet Earth. I would like to point that out. $100,000 a month at Currican Hall, a million dollars a month at Budokan. Budokan was selling out 13000 without a card being announced because all of the dead weight was gone to Super World Sports and all Japan thrived and it was the most productive period of any wrestling companies ever had without pay-per-view and with an hour of TV. What you know, whilst there are there is lots of history in professional wrestling of WWE, there's another one late 90s attitude era. They lose Hogan, they lose Randy Savage, and all of a sudden you get The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mankind, and it goes through its biggest boom period in wrestling history. <laughs> so, this is not a bad thing, it's just a thing. Well, it's not a good thing, but it could be a, a, a positive thing. Yes. In the future, especially because this forces New Japan to create young stars and yeah. to push them. So true. And they were already doing that. Yes, they were. Like, like I said to people on Twitter, they put Suji and uh, Yuya in a singles match at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. They've been back for like a couple of months. And the last time that happened was Yoshihashi and Okada. <laughs> Yoshihashi. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but Okada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, but that's the thing. It, it's, 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 and again, is like, I mean, the argument, oh, they've always pushed Okada, who hasn't been in the championship spot for nine months. You know, that, that is the thing is like, the, the other thing is, yes, Okada is heavily associated with New Japan Pro Wrestling and always Bulby, and that's no bad thing. But equally, it means that they can move on. There's going to be a post-Akada period, you mm -hmm. know, and that's 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 not that's not a bad thing. Especially, essentially, Tanahashi's moved on as well. You know, he's TV champion yeah. now, but how long for? Until he finds someone to put that belt on, somebody who can he can make somebody with. NATO is 41, and we are assuming this is his last go because he has no knees left they're held together with hopes and dreams and so, his eyes are yes and well yeah his knees have been held together with hopes and dreams for the last three years and is now his eyes are following suit so we're pretty sure that nato is going to be done after this run so you know you you were essentially reaching the end of the the rope and that was a 10-year story they told with nato 
you know, why can't you tell another 10-year story with Umura? Why can't you tell a 10-year story with Narita? Why can't you tell a 10-year story with Umura? These things can be done. You know, yeah. that's that's the exactly. thing. And Narita's the guy to do it with, to be honest with you, because I still remember as clear as day NATO dropping that Never Open Weight Championship to Tomohiro Ishii and being booed out the building despite being the company's number one babyface. They hated him. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he'd been pushed to the moon and he wasn't ready for it. And they despised him with vitriol. And well, they did compare Shota to Naito. Yeah. In and that's this the show. That's true. Um, and this show was, well, we'll talk about the show because there was some yeah, things let, in it I noticed. It. Let's Before talk we talk show. about other things, we're two Before, hours. Uh, yes, indeed. Let us start. Uh, Katsuyu Mirishima defeated, well, went to a time that drove with Shoma Kato in 10 minutes. I don't think that was actually on the show. It was a dark match. Um, yeah, dark match. Which neither of us would have seen. And then we opened with. <laughs> Shooter Umino and Tomokama. I, I have notes on. You have notes on this? Oh, you have notes on Long My Match. All right, I didn't see it. So. Did you not watch it? No, How I did not watch you. Well, it was. It said show starts at eight o'clock, and I turned it on at eight o'clock, and it wasn't on. It was. It was the horror. <laughs> well, see, that's because I I was at the stables this morning, so I went back, and the whole show was already uploaded. Ah, you see, so, I don't I don't think it was on the main broadcast, so therefore that's why I no, I've seen it. So I jumped in on the live show just around the time uh, Tama and Evil had their match, and it became a lumber lumberjack match. All right, match. yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry for the spoilers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when I jumped in. So. The rest I hadn't seen, so I went back to the very beginning. So this match was on the show for me, just not right. you. Just not me. But maybe, possibly if I'd have been snappier and got to the show at 7 o'clock in the morning, I might have actually seen it. <laughs> but I didn't. I, How I've dare a, you? I've had a These poor week. guys. It was minus three in my house this morning. This was ridiculous like that, so understandably I stayed in bed. Sorry. <laughs> it was even colder outside this morning. Oh god, it's this has been rubbish this week. It's been awful. I had to cycle to uh, the stables. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I'm Dutch though. We're supposed to cycle everywhere. I miss cycling. I need to cycle more, to be honest with you. I I don't cycle anymore now because I drive, and that's that's not good. I walk a lot though. I try and be proactive with my walking. But anyway, show Trumno, show to show Kato versus Katsuya Mishima. What <laughs> happened there, Christy? What on the spot reporter. What What do you think? <laughs> A young lion versus a, a young lion. They went to a tight limit draw. Neither of <laughs> them got a, neither of them got a cage match profile, which tells me they've not been at it very long. <laughs> no, this is their first singles match. So they had one uh, tag match, and yeah. this is their first singles match against each other and singles match in general, according to co commentary. Mm -hmm. Um, and Morishima is the bigger one. They're they're both pretty short. But Morishima's got the muscles, and Kata's clearly younger. I think he's 21. Yeah. Um, and yeah, th there wasn't much to this, but they're both pretty solid. And I, I like that these, I like the limits on, on the moves they can do and stuff because it forces them to get creative. So I look forward to seeing in three, four matches if they do the same moves every time or if they work with the moves they're allowed to use and yeah. make them their own. Because that's that's the funniest, fun, fun stuff about Young Lions is 
seeing what they can do with the limitations they have. Um, and I think Morishima's the more comfortable one right now. Mm. Uh, Kato really looked terrified, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Even commentary mentioned it. Like he looks like he has an anxiety attack right now. Um, the deer coin headlights. Yeah, of, yeah. I, the Yoshihashi uh, method of wrestling. Yes, yes. Not but so much that, these days. He's stoic and manly. Yeah, but I yeah. still remember the old Yoshihashi. Abject um, terror. <laughs> yeah. yes. Like, where's Goto? I need some support. Yeah. Um, but that could just be like first match jitters. It was it was interesting watching the Noah New Japan show because they don't tend to let no Noah New Japan show the Noah New Year's show they don't tend to let the youngsters onto the pay per views very often and watching the youngsters grow they don't have the same restrictions they can you pretty much get to see everything that they can do um, so I find it intriguing like because New Japan does fundamentals so strongly. And mm -hmm. Noah are kind of more open to the idea of, well, we need a different set of characters, so the sooner you start on that, the better. I think that's yeah. an interesting kind of contrast, especially when you look at like the TJPW rookies who just go hell for leather. <laughs> 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 just like, 300 mile an hour, yay, let's go. So it intrigues me to like the different approaches of different dojos, and it's, yeah, yeah but it's fun. They're already pretty distinct, though, these two. Yeah. Like, I, if I had to compare uh, Kato, it, it would be a young Kawato. All right, yeah. You know, the, the scrappy, really enthusiastic, smaller guy? Mm-hmm. And Morishima's more controlled and in control. So kind of... Based like on a, one match. <laughs> an Uemura kind of Wato kind of uh, dynamic. Between yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Okay, right, now then. you can get to Shota. Oh, God. Host of Torture, Renderita and Yujiro Takahashi defeated Shota Umino and Tommy Akahama in 9 minutes and 47 seconds in a match that was clearly 5 minutes and 47 seconds too long. <laughs> it was, That's not fair. It it's, not, just, it's, not, it's not because of Shota or Ren. Let's just put it that way. Or Yujiro. Let's be honest. <laughs> Yujiro, I have a soft spot for Yujiro. I can deal with Yujiro. Yujiro is all right. He's okay. I don't mind Yujiro. Bit of Yujiro makes you go what day go well. <sighs> but Tommy Akonma, you know, apart from, you know, horror, let's pull that aside for a minute. The guy's been around forever and does nothing for the card. And why? Yeah. Just, just why? <laughs> I have that written down. I have, I've written down. I can't believe New Japan has me watching Tomiyaki Honma matches in 2024. Yeah, I mean, I understand they want to employ him because he broke his neck on their watch, and you know they want to look after, him, which is noble and good employment practice. But you could stick him in the dojo, and we never have to see him ever again, and I'd be well happy. Or he can wrestle dark matches that won't get uploaded to New Japan World. Mm, yeah, you know, wrestle the rookies. Go do guest slots for anyone but Glate, and I'll be quite happy. <laughs> <laughs> you let go bother, uh, bother other people. He's sullying Jan's family by being a member of their organization. <laughs> I'm just saying. Jan's family is one of my favorite, favorite factions in, in Glate because they wear aprons. And... <laughs> okay. To, yeah, to, to, 
I, I, just, they just kind of got together because they weren't baby faces, um, but they weren't heels either. So, and they've just started like kidnapping people <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, to join okay, their up, to sense. join their faction. So, I like um, one of the lads from GTO, uh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, Fire I Katsumi, can't help you, sorry. Fire Katsumi, Fire Katsumi. They just kind of kidnapped him and stuck an apron on him and said, "You're in Yan's family now." <laughs> you know that's a plot line I suggested for Suzuki Gun like five years ago, like, mm. where they adopt a young lion against his will. Yeah, Takanori Ito's kind of, kind of like he's more of a kind of baby face Minoru Suzuki in the sense of his hardcore shooter. It was big, obviously big influenced by Takayama, who was one of one of Suzuki's best mates, and uh, you know, big lad, avalanche German, just awesome guy and just awesome wrestler to watch mm. um but he's got a sense of humor about what he does as well so Jan's family's like the perfect vehicle for him but it's sullied by the fact that Tommy Akahoma is now a member of Jan's family by association they did put they did do it properly and made sure he wore an apron for the match and yeah Honma seemed into it unfortunately See, normally, <laughs> I, normally I'd be like oh that sounds interesting I want to see that but but you can't no, because someone was in involved in oh yeah I will send you a match that does not involve Tomiaka Homba and, yes, and, and you will see that anywho um I mean the, the the one last comment because I know you want to get to the next match. Oh, no 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 I'm quite we haven't really talked about this match or we've okay. been despair at the fact that Tommy Akahonma is still employed in the professional wrestling industry in this day and age. Unfortunately. Yes. Um however, you know, Ren Naruto, Yujiro Takahashi, Shoto, you know, they did all right, despite the issues that was going on around them. Anything you would like to say? Um my first comment is on Shota's entrance. Mm. It makes him look like look like a star. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I I looked at Naito and I'm like, if Shota's doing this entrance when he's like Naito's age, he's going to hate himself, mm. J- jumping over barricades and mm-hmm. through the crowd and stuff I mean, like that. How old's Moxley? Moxley's not far off. My, he's, hang on, how old's Moxley? Moxley, um, John. <laughs> Of this parish, yeah, but John, he's less broken down, right? Yeah, he's thirty-eight. He's he's done some stuff, but it's more superficial yeah, but damage. His knees, <laughs> his knees seem to work. Yes, his knees work, but I mean, whereas it, the thought of Naito having to jump over a barricade makes me sad for him. Yeah, this this was also one of the Kevin Kelly conversation points from this week. Is if you're a roughneck and an associate member of Blackpool Combat Club, should you really be tagging kids' hands as you walk down to the ring and stuff? And I, I can see the point of that. Now that you brought up Kevin Kelly, and I, I wasn't know, going to, I know you weren't. I, I know to. you were. I know you weren't. But I was like, <laughs> I think that's the thing is like there is a disconnect with Shota in the sense of he's supposed to be this badass murderous killer, and he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> No, and that's, that's a bit of an issue for me. I, I, I've been keeping myself back the entire day because I have so many opinions on the Kevin Kelly stuff, but he follows me. And I'm like, I don't want this to be an issue. I don't want him to quote tweet me, you know. And it's, then all right, it's all right, it's all right. It's okay. Fanboys to. Hi, Kev. I, if you're I do want to talk about it, though. <laughs> it's just, I, I couldn't do anything on Twitter. And I'm like, James probably doesn't want to talk about the drama with Kevin Kelly, so let's not mention it. It's okay. It's all right. It's. I mean, <laughs> I, I, 
I, some of the things I said, he said, I agree with, as you know, some of the things you did, you disagreed with, and we had the conversation in private and that's fine. But I would, I would do wanted to raise the Umino one because I thought it was pertinent in the sense of there's a disconnect between Umino's, the way he was originally presented and is still stuck with that particular character and what he's trying to do to get past it, but it doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. that that's maybe the thing I agree with. Like yeah. I don't think the roughneck moniker fits Shota. No. But then again, I think Shota's going to grow into something and then get a new name. I don't think this is what he's going to be labeled with no, the rest I, of his career. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me because of that. Mm. I think but the other points that Kevin made had me scratching my head a little like, <laughs> like not the despy comments obviously like okay let i don't know if listeners have actually uh read what kevin kelly said because if they haven't it, this would be confusing but i'm sure they have if they listen to this show they probably have. If, if they haven't basically it was uh he doesn't agree with the names for yuya suji uh and shota i don't think did he mention Naruto? Um, no, but he did say, like, essentially get House of Torture back to being a wrestling faction rather that, than... That yeah. too. And he mentioned uh, they should push Despy, which they should, but they already are, so I don't know. No, but you say he was saying, like, to the top all the way, win the G1, hammer him over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I have the tweet here, and yeah. the first sentence is already what, what triggered me. <laughs> <laughs> They have to stop making young guys so geeky. Yeah. Like, what? what's geeky about any of the top guys? Of the young guys? I understand. What, I don't think... I mean, it's not. They're not talking like, you know, spends too much time in the library and should lose his glasses geeky. But he's talking about, like... Uh, I can... I did, yeah, I know what he means. Yeah, but I, 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 I think I, I was like, this is the way I was thinking. Like, I was thinking about this earlier, how best to explain what I think he means. <laughs> it's like Hiromu is a bit of a weirdo. That's fine. It's okay. And it works for Hiromu. But they've gone, ah, we need more weirdos like Hiromu. And it's like, no, you don't. Yeah, but I, I don't. How is Shota a weirdo? How is Yuya a weirdo? <laughs> And Naruto is only a weirdo since he's turned into a heel. Yes. <laughs> I think and the only thing really strange about Suji is a smile. But then again, he's an L.I.J. and that's his thing. I think Uemura is not a geek, nor is he a weirdo. I think that's fine. I think Uemura is free of that particular accusation. I think Umino needs to be more straight ahead than he currently is. But what I understand yeah, but, but Shota is a Tanahashi. Basically. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't call Tanahashi geeky. No, you don't. But equally, he didn't start. Or he didn't. How can I put it? He's not looking for the fans' approval, and he will turn heel if he needs to. I have seen it happen, and he's a brilliant heel when he has to be. But you know what I mean? There's Shota's kind of like as a blank canvas at the moment and he needs more kind of like levels to what he's trying to do to get over yeah, but the he's, he's also trying to young do. like he like, is he, he, i'm just saying yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get it but i i just i feel like it's something leveled at it's not if, a personal if it were leveled front at like sonata 
which yeah. it has also been, but that's another story for later. I would get it, but because he's late thirties and he's done everything, mm. mid thirties. I don't know how old he is. Um, but Shota's only just come back. He's getting into it. He's growing his character. He's already really over. Yeah, the fans love him. Same with Suji. I'm like, if, if he's getting over with this and he's still growing and he's still going to change, then what's the issue? Why is this such a terrible thing? The same with Suji's smile. Like, it's clearly getting him over, and it fits <laughs> into the the stable he's in. I think. I think as well. Yeah, I think as well is like New Japan are booking for a Japanese audience, and I think Kevin, even though he spent obviously an awful lot of time with that Japanese audience, is trying to think of from an American or from a worldwide wrestling audience perspective as far as connecting a wider audience with those fans. Yeah, and that's also the point I made with some of my friends. I yeah. think that's the issue, because the, yeah. the comment after that had me really angry, well, not angry, more annoyed, <laughs> is that he said, you should get rid of all the showy moves and, and the smiling and just make them do nothing but badass stuff. Yeah, you can't have all of them do it. Yeah, one or one badass would be cool. One yeah. with badass tendencies, sure, but not all of them. And it's like he wants all the the next stars to be badass, and he literally said nothing but badass. I'm like, that's that's one not the Japanese kind of thing, because Eve, all the top guys are weirdos. <laughs> Like, I mean, I mean, the guitar there, and... there is there is also a point to be said that Bullet Club War Dogs is nothing but badass. That's the thing. I had yeah. a conversation with someone, and he said, um, "If you look at the foreigners, so non-Japanese guys, are yeah. there any fun guys? So non-badass? No. Y you have uh, um, Alex Alex Zane. Yeah, but he is not a regular. No." And maybe ELP. Yes. And Hikaleo is heading in that direction with the with the mentoring of ELP, but they're not yeah. Hikaleo isn't like a fun fun guy. And he, no, it's even not then any any an ELP is a fun guy in the traditional sense of a proper US Canadian babyface. Yeah. In the same sense that say Roddy Piper was a babyface. So yeah, and the rest of them are all badass characters, yeah. or chicken shit heels, or yeah, not focused on comedy, charisma, fun. No. So it feels like Kevin wants the Japanese young guys to be the same as the foreigners. I can I can understand where he's coming from if you want to appeal to a wider U.S. audience because the the way Japanese wrestling works or the way that no. I'll say that again. The way that Japanese wrestling is perceived by a largely US and European audience is that it is badass, which it can be. But for all of Minoru Suzuki, this Kiyoshi Muto, he was a weirdo. And Minoru <laughs> Suzuki is a huge weirdo. Yeah. 
But yeah, but you don't see that, do you? Yeah, you know, we you know do. He there. does. He does ridiculous matches, and even yeah. in stuff in in New Japan matches with Yano, for example. And also, I, also, you could argue that it doesn't necessarily have to be like that because DDT is a promotion entirely made of weirdos. There are no, there are bay, there are about four straight wrestlers in that entire promotion, and it fills all's left, right, and center. DDT is nearly as big as New Japan Pro Wrestling. Just if we just look at New Japan, look at LIJ, mm. the most popular stable in the company, completely full, chock full of weirdos. All of Ex- them, except Shingo, but he's the one that makes the rest of them look more weird. Uh, even he's kind of weird sometimes. He's a little bit weird, but he's 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 the dad. <laughs> He's Australian, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, like, that's been my point, and I would understand if he said like there should be one badass, really badass yeah. guy, or maybe two. But no, he said they should all be badass. They should all give up the the flashy moves, and and the smiling, and all be badass. <laughs> and I think that's well, Iwamura has no flashy moves. Narita definitely doesn't have any flashy moves. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> so that leaves just. Suji Numino. and yeah, and he he wants conventionally attractive guys, and he thinks that the smiling is creepy, so Suji can't be good looking. And I think that that he totally misunderstands a huge <laughs> part of New Japan fandom if uh, a somewhat creepy smile yeah. puts people off. Like Desperado is one of the most over guys, who a lot of my friends uh, find attractive. And he wears a mask. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Anyway, should we get? Should we move on to the next? Yeah. Match? Sorry, that's that's <laughs> just been bugging me for a day now. Okay then, I wanted to get that out of your system <laughs> Thank before you. we before we move on to the next horror story. <laughs> oh God! Bullet Club War Dogs versus United <laughs> Empire. Good God Almighty! Well, you got to see a David Finley match. It wasn't the best representation of his work. <laughs> I wrote work. that down. I wrote that down <laughs> in my notes. I finally got to watch a full David Finley match. It was. And Alex Coughlin, Cart Connors, Dave Finley, Drillon Maloney, and Gabe Kidd, I salute you for the shite you had to put up with. <laughs> Callum Newman, like him, he's quite good. Akira, I'm all right with him. Cobb was pretty good in this match. And to be fair, got chucked around by Alex Coughlin quite a lot. And I thought that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Henry and TJP, well, they they, they tried. They were there. Uh, I bought this. Well, match, they're this... not. They're talented. It's just yeah. they're terrible people. Yes, so. I, this but this match was pointless because they're going to have that big page match at the end of the month and Osprey's one song, and this match was never going to be anything but a spot fest because what else are you going to do with these ten guys? You can't mm-hmm. if you had. Clark Connors and now it's Coughlin against Henry and Cobb. You could tell a story, even if the others came down and interfered. But this can't give you a definitive answer, so there's no point in it happening. And it's going to be nothing but spot fest because you've got too many junior heavyweights in with super heavyweights. So therefore, it just doesn't fit. And it, it's square peg and round hole from top to bottom. And Callum Newman's going to get pinned because Callum Newman's going to get pinned. So it was like, poor guy. Why did this happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did uh, the one interesting thing about TJP is the Oswang thing. Yeah. And commentary said at one point that um, the Oswang is known to be loyal 
and they never betray their friends. Oh, there's there's, there's some <laughs> there's some there's bullshit some foreshadowing coming on there, isn't there? Oh, yeah. But it's also complete bullshit because I was like, that doesn't sound correct. That doesn't sound right. So I asked the friend uh, that I talked about. See, you uh, you you have research friends in the right. Places. I have research friends who know who are Filipino and who are yeah. comfortable talking about the Aswang stuff, mm. and they said, no, that's completely incorrect. They don't have friends. They eat their friends. They <laughs> they make friends with humans and then eat them. At, at most, they tolerate other Aswang, but they there don't make friends. They're, they're there not loyal. Yeah, there you go, Akira. Get out now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I said to them like, uh, Akira is his favorite snack. <laughs> like I like you just enough. And that's why you're my favorite. You're my favorite midnight snack. Yeah, you go. Oh, good lord. I, I do, like, I hate TJP, but it does make for interesting reasons yeah. for a turn. It does. Eventually. Eventually. Um, yeah. Noticeable by his absence in this match or any mention on commentary until pretty much the end of this show was Matthew Riddle. Mm. I kind of forgot he existed. Yeah, and I, 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 I think they've taken on board the backlash against it, and therefore aren't mentioning him. <laughs> they might be mentioning him on Japanese commentary. They might be, but I haven't. I mostly I didn't listen to the Japanese commentary. No, neither I did I. But I, I feel like English commentary knows not to mention him too much. Yes, um, and yeah. I think I think they've realised that like I don't know how they're going to get away with him when he actually turns up to do wrestle matches, but but it was like he just hadn't. It was like he didn't exist. The only the, he was only mentioned in passing as a joke, literally as the butt of a joke. Yeah, and the uh, Tanahashi yeah. when Tanahashi was wrestling, I think they yeah. said um, something like Tanahashi knows three things: how to be a wrestler, how to be a president, and to look up. Matt Riddle, who he doesn't know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I. Mm. Well, good. Yeah, it's I hope of, they're uncomfortable. Yeah, well, then well, we know they're uncomfortable. So <laughs> I hope they're super uncomfortable. A lot of people, a lot of people made them uncomfortable. But there you go, because it was like when he did the when they did the show last week, which I didn't watch because I'm I was wrestled out last week and I had I had a show in the can and. I was like, I'm taking a break because, you know, I'd watched something like six shows in five days. So it was like, it was like G1 week, but, con but condensed. So um, I took a week, a week off from wrestling last week. And a lot of the comments were like, why isn't anyone complaining about Riddle? It's like, oh, no, we all complained about Riddle. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> I quoted it. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we all complained about Riddle at the time. I think you'll find that most of us aren't watching because Riddle's on the show. Yeah, so I don't think they probably have realized that they may have dropped a right clanger, but the Japanese yeah. fan, the Japanese audience probably don't know that. Um, you know, and I don't even know what the reception to that would be anyway, even if they knew. So let's just move on to happier times. Except Much the wrong... happier times. Yeah, South of Torture's show in Oshinubi Kanemaru defeated El Desperado and Master Wato in 8 minutes and 22 seconds as Kanemaru gears up for a championship match with your IWGP junior heavyweight champion El Desperado and his new best mate Bastawato will face show on the undercard of that show later this I think it's later this week isn't it um but yes this was a lot of fun to watch 
Despi and Wato on the same page. They are, seem to have got over their um, friction um, and are clicking on all cylinders, but it wasn't enough to get past Yoshinobu and Kanemaru and Sho, who were going tactically after Desperado's knees uh, to try and disrupt that numero dos uh, for the championship match and to set up uh, Kanemaru's rather effective figure four leg walk. This was an old school New Japan tag team match that did exactly what it needed to do. What was your thoughts on this? Yeah, what do you think? I liked it. Um, <laughs> it's it's not just that El Desperado is in it and that Wato is in it, but I like Sho a lot. I've always liked Sho, even now that he's an asshole. Um, but also, <laughs> Kanemaru and Despi have such history that you can just look at them in the ring together and know that they're going to have a ball when they're um, doing the title match. So that makes me happy. And then all there, there's so much storyline here. And the commentary was great at mentioning it. Uh, the the Despi Kanemaru stuff, like Kanemaru taught him everything Despi knows, but not everything he knows. That famous line. Uh, and that Despi and Wato is kind of similar in a way that Wato is the Despi in the Kanemaru Despi relationship. Mm. Uh, and that Desperado looks at Wato like, can I do this? Can I teach him? Can I be in that position um, when I was that person 10 years ago? But also the, the Wato and show stuff. Like they they talked about Sho being like a big brother to Watto in in the past, mm. uh, and that's interesting because Watto kind of wants Despi to be a big brother to him now. Yeah, it's just for someone who likes storytelling and who likes characters yeah. and these characters, it's a lot of fun. And yeah. I know that Kanemaru Despi is going to be a great match, and Desperado will suffer because Kanemaru always makes him suffer. Kanemaru um, makes everybody suffer. That's kind of his yeah, thing. Especially when he gets a singles match. <laughs> he was what was he? What, yeah. 2006, Noah Destiny at Tokyo Dome when he was wrestling Kenta for the GHC Junior Heavyweight Champion. And he murdered him for like 15 <laughs> minutes. And Kenta managed to kick his way out of trouble. It was just like he was so he, he was just so blisteringly good and has never really slowed down. You know, Kanemaru is as good now as he was 20 years ago. He doesn't get yeah. pushed the way he does because he's not as marketable he was when he was a younger man. But he also doesn't look any different than he was 20 years ago. He must have been born at 40 years old. <laughs> it's like a darts player. <laughs> uh, I, I've seen the news. Yeah. 16-year-old. Yeah, little boy. yeah, but Raymond Van Bardewell has looked that way for the last 30 years. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, it's like he's looked like the lot. Raymond looks thinner and fitter and younger now than he did when he was 25. So, anyway, but yes. <laughs> and uh, there's one uh, last bit I want to mention is mm. uh, Wato's injury. Yes. That suddenly appeared at the end of the match and was heavily mentioned on commentary. I have a feeling that would be a storyline injury rather than an I, actual I feel injury. like that would be a reason why he might lose to show. Yes, that, there you go. That is a possibility. I don't see Despi be losing to Kanemaru, though. No, no way. No, and I think, well, that would obviously set up show to be the next number one contender. I mean, it would be funny because fandom would go crazy, but it's not <laughs> happening. No. <laughs> 
Okay, then let's move on to the Mighty Don't Neil. Kirsty Fujita, Mikey Nichols, Shane Haston, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated the, the, te- the dream team of Chaos, Kazuchika Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, and Hiroshi Tanahashi, your current Never Open six-man tag team champions, and Togi Makabe. And Kosei Fujita was walking the walk and talking the talk at the last time these two teams had an interaction. And once again, Fujita got the better of Okada. <laughs> and was not <laughs> quite about was really it. Feeling himself this match, he was it's absolutely, and he was laying some chops in thick and heavy. Yeah. And oh, like... there was one chop on Okada and just Okada's yeah. face, and yeah. like, oh, I I rewound it just to see that. Yeah, it's just like, I right, I think Okada's selling for him more now than he was previously because obviously he's doing the favor. But you know, it's mm. it's it's um it's interesting how that has gone from Fujita a month ago barely registering against Okada to now he's he's the guy that really got the goat of the great one and therefore you know it's and, and it's and might actually get the belt yeah it's looking likely I can't see um, anything else yeah. really going on I mean unless they do just you know have a tournament which but they've got New Japan Cup coming up haven't they so got enough tournament shenanigans going on yeah. I mean, they could hold it really, up afterwards. They really gave Fujita all their worth, though. Yeah. At one point, both Ishii and Tana sold at the same time. Yeah. To Fujita. Yeah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> that that wouldn't have happened a month ago. No, and Ishii and Tanahashi, you know, two people who don't get along storyline-wise because you know chaos and Hontai. Yeah, we're all right, lads, but you know, there's some, there's a thing. <laughs> they should they should become a tag team. They should. I think, to be honest with you, I think uh, I would like to see them to a World Tag League, and I'd like to see them get yeah. to the final World Tag League. Um, because... It would be like they're they're getting a long shirt. Yes, I think that's the thing. Because I, I, with Okada leaving Chaos, another question we're going to see here is who's the next leader of Chaos? Because you know. Yeah, I talked about it on my Twitter. Mm. It's like uh, it's got to be Yoshihashi Gato, Goto, or Ishii. Well, I don't see either of them three making a big run for the championship unless they bring somebody in yeah. new to do the job. Yeah, I, I had, I, I, qu- I asked my timeline about that. What would you mm. do? As in the options, make one of the Goto or Ishii were my options. I don't think they'd give Yoshihashi the leadership. Um, no. Make them leaders or disband the group. Which I don't think you can do with a group like Chaos. No, I think I think they stay put, but I think Or I that's the third option. Have someone either come in from outside of New Japan or build someone up within New Japan. I think, yeah, I mean that's essentially what they did with Okada. Okada was the IWGP heavyweight champion whilst Nakamura was the leader of Chaos. Hmm. You know, he was always the leader of chaos, even with even though Okada outranked him in the championship stakes. Nakamura made a beeline for the Intercontinental Championship and essentially made that into a second world championship. You know, he he was the one that kind of gave it all of its impetus and created the legend behind the Intercontinental Championship. Um, so I do think they need to recruit though, as a group. You know, I mean, you could just give the leadership to Yano and see what happens. That would be <laughs> <That's> not wonderful. <laughs> but I don't see Yo pulling it through or Leo Rush. <laughs> Poor Yo. 
Yeah. No, but my, I, I've discussed this with people, and what I would like to see, and this is purely the storytelling part in me again, is like either Goto or Ishii become leader, and then they train like the the next king, like you know yeah. the steward who who keeps hold of the the country until the the prince is ready to yeah. take over the the leadership. Yeah, I, I think that would be a great story. Um, I, and who do you give it to? There's, I don't know. The people were saying like out of the four young guys, who would you pick? I don't think Narita would be a good fit. Um, he he was in the he was before he joined House of Torture in yeah, the sense of now he's, now he's no longer no no a possibility. He's, it's not a possibility because it's just and you don't want to like as much as you know I'm not a fan of House of Torture you can't muck that dynamic around too much now you've got it balanced again mm. so I think but he would it's have been, not going to be Suji no he's too Lij Shota it, is Hontai yeah he, he needs is. to be Hontai. Unless so, you, unless you push Desperado into heavyweight, because he's ideal for the job. Could he's, be. He's the, he's I, the, I think he, out of the four, though, I would pick Yuya. I would, yeah, but again, he's just five guys, guy and a guy. He fits in that mold. He does, and, but he also, we've discussed this, he also stands out from five guys. And I think five guys is a, a faction that could just change depending on how they look because they have sonata they have their top guy and Sonata's going to be around for a couple of years it's not naito's situation where you have to have someone to follow him up here's a thought the great okan he's going nowhere in united empire he's not going to be the next leader of united empire and he was the one that, that turned on chaos so it would be quite the thing to you know he turned osprey on chaos so he would be quite the thing to say well look we can't beat you but you could be great with us and you can only ever be second best in united empire no, I, I can see that yeah but there's but you would have to change his character a, a lot, You'd have to a lot change to his get character and and his personality because you need some kind of charisma about yeah, a leader and he it, what he has now is funny and it can be badass, but it's not charismatic. No. And also, if that's his aim, why doesn't he do that in United Empire? True. Because Osprey is leaving. Yeah, which he isn't going to do. And he, he's. Yeah. We'll get about it when we talk to the, to the Okawa match. But let us. Oh, yeah. Let's just mention Togi Makabe, honorable mention, fine effort. Yeah. <laughs> better than Alma. <laughs> I, this is the thing, like Makabe never takes bookings outside of New Japan. Like Alma does, the Suzuki does, and Narita does, and um, Nagata does, they all go off, they'll do some time in all Japan to keep the round in, you know, keep themselves, do different things, have a change, mm -hmm. and you know, they all go off and do windy shows and stuff. Makabe uh, <laughs> runs the dojo, shouts at people. It's candy. <laughs> Eats candy. That's it. That's what he does. Yeah. Does commentary. Listens to Led Zeppelin. I assume. Anyway, let's move Do on. Do we to want to one. talk about Zach though before we go on to the? He next was one. noticeably kind of not really in this match much. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I I do. I I half expected him to just talk to Okada nonstop. Yeah. But he spent more time talking to the camera to Danielson. 
Yeah, yeah, he's got the, he's got the big match with with Danielson on the last night of the New Beginnings tour. Yeah. So I, I I was like, to me it was Zach is a guy who's going to milk this Okada stuff all he's worth, <laughs> but he didn't. No, it's kind of a shame. I would have found that entertaining. I think. Yeah, I think I think is I think as well. I have a feeling he's going to beat Danielson, and that's going to propel him forward. I hope he does. I, I, can't, I, I can't. I like. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say because Danielson's done the job for everybody. Like he lost to Mark Briscoe at um, Final Battle. He was pinned by Mark Briscoe, bang to rights, middle of the ring, after a J driller on a chair in a fight without honor. It was perfectly legal. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's it's like he knows he's on the way out and he's doing favors on the way out, and it would absolutely catapult Zack Sabre Jr. into the stratosphere if he. It it would, yeah. And I I like I like Zach so much. Like he's not a character character, so I I'm kind of surprised I like him so much. But I think I like him because he molds himself into being what the person who he's working with needs him to be. Mm. Both, which, uh, sorry. I was gonna say, which is the advantage of that blank character. Hmm. You know. And and it's it's that way with opponents, but also with teammates. Like this match, uh, him and Fujita were working together constantly. Yeah. And it's just, it's fun for me to see and imagine uh, the influence he'd have on Fujita. Mm -hmm. And also imagine Fujita taking that Zack Sabre uh, Jr. style to the junior division. They don't have a guy like that. Which he has done in the extent of uh, when he's wrestling with. Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols, he's a straight-up power brawler. And when he's wrestling with Zack Sabre Jr., he wrestles on the mat and he's a shooter. And then when he wrestles with um, Robbie Eagles, he does much more aerial stuff than you, you ever seen when he's tagging with Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. He's, he's kind of done that. You know, he's he's taken that approach and he's kind of like taking it in another direction. Yeah, I Kevin Kelly described I, I, him as the most Australian Japanese man ever. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he's great at taking bits from the people he works with and and incorporating it in his own style. Mm. Yeah, but I don't think the junior division has a Zack Sabre Junior kind of guy. So I would find it really interesting if Fujita was that kind of guy, and he took all the bits from his stablemates. And took it to the junior division because Kushida's gone. Kushida could do the Zack style a bit. Yeah. But he's definitely. not here anymore. No, he's um, happily ensconced in Impact Wrestling, where I hope he one day takes the Impact, or TNA, sorry, World's Heavyweight Championship because <laughs> that's all he's ever wanted to do was win a World Championship in an American company. And I think he could do that. And I think he'd do it really well. I wish him well. Yeah, I miss I him. So. I miss him too, but he's. He's in the right place of where he needs to be. It's much more suited yeah. to him. And I think he realized, like, finishing fourth from last in Best of Super Juniors and his wasn't going to go. I don't think, uh, yeah, I think Ghetto was like, I don't really need you. I don't know what to do with you. We're stuck. And the Jet Set's tag team was great, don't get me wrong. Um, but, yeah. And I don't know what they're going to do with Kevin Knight because he doesn't seem to be coming back to New Japan like, say, Clark Connors or uh, does. Do you know what I mean? He's just, he's gone off, he's gone off to do know. independent US tours at the minute. It's like, well, I thought you were a New Japan guy. Why, why aren't you? I suppose they don't need him till Best of Super Juniors, but it's like, 
you can't let a guy like that go. Yeah, well, it doesn't help that Kushida's gone. Like, the the connection is gone. Yeah. Send him to to TNA then as well for a bit. But, yeah, it seems a bit weird. But there you go. Anyway, let us move on, indeed, to just five guys going up against Los Ignorables Defapon, the never-ending story. Uh, Duki, Sonata, Taichi, Takemichi Noko, and Yui Uemura defeated Bushi, Hiroma, Takashi, Shinka, Takagi, Tetsu, Naito, and Yota Suji in nine minutes and one seconds. Pretty much, now the team seemed to be that bothered about. They just kind of turned up at a wrestling match. And had then fun. Had fun, and then uh, everyone left, uh, except for... Um, Iwimura and Suji, who had another brawl up the ramp, whilst Naito and Sonata both looked on, going like, "Well, these two idiots." I, I wrote now? the same thing down. <laughs> I thought that was such a shot, though. Like Naito and Sonata looking at the future. Yeah, it's like, why? Why are they so angry? <laughs> well, that's such a new Japan shot, though. Yeah. Like, and, and Naito just laughing to himself and looking at Sonata, and Sonata also laughing. Like, look at these young guys. Yeah, we used to be like that. <laughs> we used, <laughs> we to. used to have energy to do things like this. <laughs> now my knees don't work anymore. No, and you know, and I've had a championship run that's, that's not been well received. But there we go. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'd also NATO dragging the belt underneath Sonata's eyes was also <laughs> shithousery of the ice. Naito is such an asshole. I love <laughs> him for it. it. Just like, yeah, he doesn't hate that belt as much as he, hate, he hated the Intercontinental title, but he's not far off of it. He forgot that title. I, he tra- I remember he, it. He used to forget it, and Evil would be the one to bring it back. He tried pawning it in in Philadelphia one night when he was on tour with Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> what can I get for this? No, <laughs> poor hated belt. It. Yeah, he hated it. Oh, yeah, Tanahashi had to, like... Clean it and polish it when he got it, because <laughs> NATO had done that much damage to it down the years. It was but, uh, it was funny because at the same time Hiromu had his belt and Hiromu was like taking baths with the thing and in love with it, and then NATO had it like in the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> I love those times. Yeah, well, yeah, there was the night NATO broke the Best of Super Juniors Championship. <laughs> That's the reason why it used to be double winged and now it's single winged because Naito <laughs> broke it. Um, and Hiroma's reaction was perfect. Yeah, he had to st- he had to stop himself from throwing the G1 Championship into the crowd and like you know murdering someone because that thing's massive. Um, <laughs> so yeah, well we'll see what happens. I'm intrigued as to whether he's going to be in the New Japan Cup or not as champ because we'll you know see. usually usually the singles champions stay out of the new japan cup so someone can, have it, can challenge for whatever championship but some years I, they I get it but run. maybe it's an idea to put naito in because okada just left and you need the interest possibly but i mean i mean they've got zach he's a big player he can you know but he's won it three times already twice already so does he win it again but I, i'm kind of thinking he wins the g1 this year that's where i'm kind of putting maybe the yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. about this about this match, mm-hmm. um, commentary talking about smiles, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris Charlton, shithousery. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll make Kevin uh, Kelly happy. He's not smiling. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, <laughs> like is is that a dig at Kevin Kelly or is that agreeing with Kevin Kelly? I think, not, just, not just, I think it was just sure. having, just having, having a laugh at Kevin's, inspired by Kevin's Kelly, inspired yeah. by Kevin Kelly. Yeah. Um, and and commentary 
I have a lot of comments on commentary mm. during this show, show. Um, not because they're bad, but just because I found it interesting. Mm-hmm. Like commentary keeps talking about Yuya and Suji uh, as they're so similar, and I don't see it. No, I don't either. Is is a big lump of an ex-football player, Richie, really hard, and there's Yuya Muru's like sweet science on two feet. Yeah, it's, the, it's like the, comparing Ricky young. Steamboat to Bruiser, Bruiser Brody, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's the, the only thing they have in common is they're both young Japanese guys and they have long hair. I think they got as they both graduated the dojo at roughly the same time, went on excursions at the same time, and kind of went to similar places. Though Suji spent more time in Europe, I think that. They do get compared a lot, and to be fair, I because when they were coming, when they were like about a year ago or six months ago, someone was saying like, "Pardon me, watching them grow in their in their excursions, it's like it's like Suji's like overtaking Uemura." But I don't think, and if, from a Moose point of view, yes, Suji has taken overtaken Uemura, but I don't think they saw that Uemura was trying to go for a different thing of being just a pure wrestler. And, yeah, but I don't don't think that's the comparison they're making because they're, no, they're not. talking about their long. But they're hair. saying they're they're saying like yeah, like he's growing his hair out to annoy Suji, and he's wearing white, and it's like well, that's not really similarities, is it? Because they don't wrestle like each other. They're not polar opposite Yeah, and also their hair is nothing alike. No, it's both long. That that's yeah. the only thing they have in common. Yeah, it's, it's like it's I like have long hair. You're going to compare me to Yasu Suji? Uh, you are, you look, you're a spit image. Of Yota Suji. Well, I have a beard, so and you know, I'm Yeah, but you have both have long hair, so you're clearly very similar. And I'm like literally twice his age. <laughs> yeah, but that's how it works. Commentary Apparently said so. it. I'm male and have long hair. A <laughs> commentary keeps making comments that have me like, really? I like, trying they're trying to push an angle though. I can understand what they're they, trying to they do. are, but then push sensible angles <laughs> like that they 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 mentioned that doki and Hiromu we have have a lot of history as well and i'm like where they've wrestled each other a lot but that doesn't mean they have a lot doesn't like doesn't mean they have a lot of history but, you know yeah it's like oh doki was the one Hiromu wrestled when he came back from injury i'm like that's it that's the history <laughs> it's like the junior heavyweights of course they've wrestled each other because they only wrestle each other and of course he wrestled Doki. Doki was the lowest guy in the company at the time who was taking all the pins. Like, yeah. duh. <laughs> I think yeah. it's, yeah, you know, it's not like they've had a big feud. Doki's never had a championship match. I don't remember him having ever having a challenge for the IWGP heavyweight champ, junior heavyweight championship. So it's difficult to have history with a guy who can't challenge you because he's not won enough matches because he yeah. I think the issue with commentary is they want, and this is coming from someone who loves storyline, <laughs> they want to put a storyline to everything. You don't have to. You, just, you don't have to. Let the story yeah. be that they mm. want to wrestle. Mm, that's it. And let the wrestling create the story. Yes, which is kind of the whole point of New Japan Pro Wrestling, isn't it? Yeah, and, and after this, they'll have a history. I remember get... that feud they had. In yeah. 2024. As Ghetto quite rightly said, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with sports entertainment, but I think a wrestling match is very entertaining in itself. Yeah. There you go. Um, indeed. Great Okan, Taiji Ishimori, the New Japan King of Pro Wrestling 10 minute Ishimori ring fit match. 
God. This is like... It, I like the concept. I'm not sure the execution... But right, let's explain the rules for a start. So, you have a 10-minute match, but every three minutes the match stops and they have to do calisthenics named by the referee for 30 seconds. And if they didn't do it in 30 seconds, they had to have an extension to complete it so yeah, the opposite person, the, their opponent, got an extra rest section. And then the last person holding the championship, which was done as a bit of a throwaway line, or by pinfall or submission. And Great Okan wins because it happened to be on his fingertips when the end of the, when the time limit draw time limit came up. So it was a time limit draw that Taiji Shimuri didn't lose, but Great Okan won by falling on the belt, essentially. And it was just like, what a fantastic waste of time. <laughs> they have literally sold us money for all broke here. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was cute in ways. Like Taiji looked amazing. Yeah, uh, but he, I, it would look amazing in a dark room. It would. <laughs> I mean, it was short enough that I didn't have an issue with it. <laughs> and I normally have issues with comedy stuff. Yeah. I, I, I do wonder about that ending, though. Like, did Taiji not know that that was the rule? Yeah, why would you land there if you knew that that was a rule? Sure, you would. I, I, uh. Especially because in the beginning he kept uh. running away. Like, if yeah. you know that's the rule, at the very end, just take the title and run. Exactly, that's it. And surely, you know, and he's proven he is the smarter wrestler through this entire match, which was the entire point the, of the match was to the, prove he was the, the smarter wrestler. And his condition is way better than Okan. Okan was dying in there. Yes. That was it. I, I said on my Twitter, it proves that the Noah Dojo is far superior in making you making you <laughs> fitter, giving you better cardio, and giving you nicer abs. Oh, the abs are so nice. They are washboard, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. The, the reaction from the crowd, though, every time Taiji did the moves, yeah. like epic. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. It, it, yeah, the fans were into this. It just, I, I'm not saying it was horrible. It wasn't. It was worse things. There was <laughs> worse things on this card, but you know, it was. Yeah, just not my particular cup of tea. Um, That's okay. Yeah, it's all right though. Because, That's I mean, the beauty kind of, of New Japan. There's lots of different stuff. Indeed. And next, we had a New Japan Strong Openweight Tag Team Championship match. El Fantasmo and Hikaleo were challenged by Chase Owens and Kenter. It went 21 minutes and 33 seconds. And this match wasn't terrible, but it was kind of like a traditional tag team, North American tag team match. Because Chase Owens is involved, and it's kind of what he does. And he does Fuck it very Chase well. Owens. I know, but I'm just saying, it's kind of the thing he does. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in. Oh, yeah, I can understand you. I'm not disagreeing with you. But it's the kind of thing he does. Um, and it was like, you know, a bit of a tense psychological affair. But after you've come off of grinding physical encounters against Bishimon, it's a bit of a, a bit of a letdown, really, in the sense it could have been so much better if Kenta had been allowed to kick a lot harder and, you know, they've gone a bit more hardcore with it. But I suppose they're trying to do something different and they can't just keep going, plowing into their opponents like with gay abandon because, you know, their short title reign would be awfully short. Um, but also it Wait, kind what, of like... What kind of abandon? Gay abandon. You know that phrase? I would love that. No, I know. <laughs> I just wanted to make a joke about the gay stuff. <laughs> gay abandon. <laughs> Homosexual abandon, no. Um, gay as in happy. Um, yes. I know, I know. Yes. Um, no, so I don't that... think ELP would have a problem with making no. it a 
gay abandoned match. Yeah. LGBT storyline. Yes, true. Anyway, so Girls of Destiny, El Phantasma and Hikaleo, um, yeah, it, it was fine. It was it was good for what it was. I don't think the fans in the arena were as into it as they perhaps as perhaps New Japan would hope for them to be. And they've got to do it again before the end of the month for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. And this kind of puts a damper on Chase and Kenta taking that championship because... You know, I suppose that I think the thing is, is like, and Chris Charlton did mention it. Hey, it's only half an hour for a New Japan Strong Championship match, so therefore, you know, you've got to get things done. Whereas it goes for an if it can go for an hour, if if it builds to something better next time, then I'm happy with this. I'm not sure it will be better next time. Is the question then? What's your thoughts on this? Um, ELP was trying, like, he was doing the babyface stuff. Just. Yeah. Did you see his uh, belt thing this time? He gave it to one of the, the kids. Match? Yeah, in, yeah. Because last time he gave belt. it to a grandmother, and you didn't yeah. get to see that. No, this I did see he that. Gave bit. It to a kid. Yeah, which was nice. Which is nice. It's he's it's trying to be as big a baby face as he can possibly he is, be. He's a great baby face, and he really tried to get the crowd into it, like chanting for Kenta. Like, guys, <laughs> let's let's give Kenta an applause so he gets his ass into the ring. And then getting out of the ring when Kenta gets into the ring. He's, he's he's great at what he does. And I think he was the most over guy in this match by far. Yeah. Um, not not my kind of style. No. Not my kind of match. No, I didn't think it would be. It's very um, much a Chase Owens match. And that's not your it thing. Is, and that's also, like, every time Chase Owens appeared on my screen, I, I wanted to fast forward. So... <laughs> I wasn't really paying too much attention to the match, and that sucks for the other people involved. Mm. Um, I do think Kenta looks good, though. Yeah. Like, Kevin Kelly would be thrilled to see how serious he looks. He does, and I think that's the issue, is, like, Chase can be a great wrestler when he wants to be, but he wasn't trying today, and it, it was that was the issue, I think, is this match. He was trying to make it into a North American-style tag team match, which can be compelling, but I don't fan, don't think Phantasmo and Hikaleo have those chops yet as a tag team to make it work the way Chase wanted to make it work. Does that make sense? So it kind of like so. it it kind of got halfway between two things, and it mm -hmm. should have gone one way or the other. And someone needs to sit down and go, right? You're either going to do this, you can do this. Which is it going to be? <laughs> you know. Well, I hope Chase is awful and Kenta just kicks him out of the group. That's my. My hope, my as, dream, my wish. Uh, it's not as, happening. No, as, but... as 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 we have said many, many times before, Chase is a professional wrestling cockroach and will find his way through the nooks and crannies of professional wrestling life. And Sadly. Sadly so. You know, you know, he's like Udro, but, you know, Udro is way more entertaining. And Udro seems like <laughs> a nice guy in real life. Yeah, true. Oh, God, imagine if Chase had been given that, that gimmick. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, Utro doesn't really do that gimmick anymore. It's just kind of like moves. No, and he, even when he did, he was pretty respectful. Yeah. So towards the women. Yeah. And that's, I that's know Chase. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. Let's not. Let's let's not move. Let, on let's go there. to. I, I don't. Yes. I will just say shout out to Lindsay BC is for life on Twitter, who is Kenta's biggest fan. I was Aww. deliriously happy. I imagine uh, that, so. That, that, that he was back and um, likes the short back and sides uh, of the Me new haircut. Me too. It yeah. looks really good on him. 
It's taken years often. Conventionally attractive, the way Kevin Kelly wants everyone to be. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of liked the bangs. I'm just, but you know, not everyone's taste, I guess. The bangs were a little K-pop, and there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. I kept being people keep telling me that he's a badass. So this fits his look more. His look yeah. fits the badass more. Yeah, that's true. It reminded me of you just remind me of a story of um back in the eighties, below like the nineties, the Ducati World Superbike team had um uh I can't, I can't remember the name of the guy now, but Carl Fogarty, who's a scary looking guy anyway, uh and Dorian Reggiani, that's him. And um Reggiani was um so terrifying that one day he put his bike into the wall and broke his leg. Okay. And the owners of Ducati went and took him to a contract in his hospital bed before the doctor had even <laughs> given him a prognosis to sign him up for the following season. Okay. <laughs> and Fred Merkel was signed as a, as a, as a, the, the C rider in the team and went instantly went to the barbers and had a, a short back and sides and a spiked haircut. And it was like, why did you do that? And he said, well, you can't ride for this team and have long hair. <laughs> it doesn't look right. <laughs> no, that's... You've got to, you've got to look scary to ride for this team. amazing. Yes, there you go. But yeah, that was, that was one of the things that just made me laugh. You can't ride with, with these two. You can't, have, you can't have long hair. It just doesn't look right in this team. But there you go. The Ducati, the Ducati team of the 1990s were a scary, scary bunch. Anyway, never open weight championship match. Evil... Sadly, defeats Tamatonga in his farewell performance in New Japan Pro Wrestling, which was kind of nailed on, to be honest with you, let's be honest. <laughs> um, uh, but it was an interesting match. It kind of fell apart when the Hontai crew came down, uh, Gorillas of Destiny and Desperado and Chuta Umino, to kind of even the odds against Well, it, didn't, it didn't so much break down when they came down. It, when, uh, it had broken down and they came and kind of they like... Came Took it off to the, the rails entirely. Yeah. <laughs> At which point, Tamatonga suggested that there be a um, lumberjack match featuring Evil um, and Tamatonga for the Never Point Championship with lumberjacks on either side, uh, which was a very good wrestling match between the two of them and a fitting farewell to Tamatonga. Um, and there were some really cool spots in this as well, um, like. Dick Togo tripping up Tamatonga and then Desperado tripping up Evil <laughs> straight yeah. afterwards. It was like, so you can play that game, and I know that game very well. <laughs> I used to be in Suzuki Gun, you fart. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, we're going there, are we? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you, you met my friend here, Minoru Suzuki, the man who wrote the book on being evil. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun match to watch, and I will be very sad to see Tamatonga go. Um, I'm currently doing my Voices of Wrestling top 10 matches of the year for their end of year awards and I'm going to be in there I think in one of the matches, I'm not say which one um, but yeah it's um, he, he's had a remarkable couple of years since he turned babyface and he's a red and hot I missed all priority, of you did he's been absolutely red hot with the fans have loved him and that never a point championship has kind of been his property for the last two years though we never seem to get past the first defense it has kind of been a synonymous with him. And I think he was the right person for that belt because not because he's a badass he is, but he's kind of got 
a level of athleticism that we haven't seen with that championship since Coach Ibushi or Osprey. And I think he kind of has more of the edge of hardcore about him, which made it work in that division. And I'll be very much sad to see him go. I'm wondering where he'll land up. I have a feeling he will probably end up in WWE because he has friends there. But um, I hope he does well wherever he goes. And I hope he enjoys his uh, next wrestling life. What's your thoughts? Yeah, yeah me too. Sorry. Um, I'll first talk about the evil side of the match and then about how I feel about Sama. Okay. Um, this is the kind of House of Torture stuff that I like. I think this is what they're made for. What I mean by that is they force the babyface team to work together. Like They create solidarity between babyfaces that normally don't really. Like, you've got Shota and Desperado running out to save Tamatonga. Yeah, they're roughly all in Hontai, but not really. But this, this, <laughs> you're laughing at me. This is, um, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, just this is what House Torture was made for. Creating storylines and solidarities and relationships between baby faces, making the crowd suffer because Tama lost, but not making it feel like Tama had no shot. If mm. that makes sense, there's they force the baby faces to work together as a team, and that's what I like about these kind of heels. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It's it's the they can be overpowering, and I think the issue with them isn't so much on shows like this where you get to see this element of them that works really well. It's when it's World Tag League and it's every night mm. <laughs> for three weeks, and you're like, oh god, I can't be doing any more of this. And it is just like I think that's the issue. Is like if it was every once in a while it would be more effective. But I think what turns people off is because it's every match. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, wrestling, New Japan wrestling, is, is also just every show they go to is a show for that audience. Mm. That we happen to be watching all the shows online. Yeah. It, it's, it's, well, not our mistake, but that's on us. We're watching all the shows. They're They're acting for the crowd that happens to be in the city they're in. Yeah. And that crowd doesn't see House of Torture every day. They see them once and then they won't see them for months. True. I mean, I get it. I get it. It's annoying. But no. yeah, we've and talked about yeah. this before. And I think that's the thing is, it's like, again, and again, it's for a Japanese audience and that Japanese yeah. audience is paying lots of money to go see House of Torture get their ass kicked. That's kind of the point. In the same way, people, 10,000 people every Monday night went to see Jerry Lawler get his head kicked in when he was a when he was a heel, and he went to see him kick people's heads in when he was a babyface. For years on end. Tai Chi a couple of years ago. Yeah, Tai Chi was doing the same thing a couple of Go years ago. Go home, Tai Chi. Go home, Tai Chi. But he, you know, he, and Jay White, who just left. <laughs> <laughs> Jay White at the top of his heel run was people just gave up and left. <laughs> They paid money to go see him wrestle and then just left when he won. He just left yeah. the building halfway through the match when they realized that White was going to win. It's like, wait, well, if you can, if you can like take money off people and then not have to wrestle in front of them, 
that's that's got to be the greatest wrestling performance of all time, hasn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, so this is the same thing, and and people forget that the original Bullet Club of Carl Anderson, uh, Thomas Hunger, and Devitt and Barley did exactly the same thing. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah, so, like for me, it's constantly. I I don't mind them that much. No. And we talk about this a lot. My only problem with this is though that now the next show you're going to ask, okay, but they're getting the baby face is getting beat down. Where's Shota? Where's Despi? Yeah. Where's Hikuleo? Where's yeah. ELP? Yeah, the, the, the now baby faces. Now you face... that they yeah. do this. And yeah. Now the baby faces like... only seem to be interested when they have a vested interest. <laughs> yeah, but do they, though? Well, I mean, like... well, yeah, because I mean, like, you know, obviously Despi has an interest in Nakamura and Shota has an interest in Narita. Like so they Nakamura? turn up to help. Kanemaru. No, Kanemaru, sorry, Moth. Yeah, but, talking about Shinsuke but, earlier, but there you go. The thing is, that's that's the case every show. There's they're always feuding with someone, and they don't always come running to help. No, this is. I, I mean, I understand why it happens, and I understand that they wanted to make this a lumberjack match. Mm. It's just in wrestling kayfabe logic, it's kind of off, whacked. But that's funny. That, that's just yeah. funny. I yeah. can just imagine next time Despy being there, like, no, not doing it this time. My <laughs> ankle hurts. Fuck you guys. <laughs> really? So I've just like had my leg broken off by Kanamaru for the last 25 yeah. minutes. Well, but, Desperado yeah. being there was funny in itself because at the very end, when Tama was, when, when they were hugging, and, and Hikuleo, I think it was, pulled Desperado yeah. in for the group hug, and you could see on his face, like, oh, okay. I guess, I guess. <laughs> group hug, I guess. And commentary, commentary kept talking about Sama's family being there to support him. And then at one point they zoomed in on Shota and Desperado, and I'm like, yeah, sure, family. <laughs> so Desperado giving a speech, the opening with, "I'd like you to know, I consider you all people I've met." Yeah, <laughs> I, I've worked with you, and I know your name. <laughs> But and I remember when I passed you in the dressing room and said hi that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And I mean, I'm not. I, I'm sure they're friends behind the stage, but yes, but the, the actual scenes. characters. <laughs> <laughs> but the characters, like, okay. Um, yeah. And then Tama, I, I have an interesting relationship with Tama, because when he was a heel uh, with uh, Tanga. Mm. I always really liked him. He was one of the few foreigners that I trusted to stay in New Japan. And now he's betrayed you. Well, he's been here for like 15 years. It's fine. Yeah, I think it's fair enough. And you know, um, wants to look after his kids and wife, and that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's longer than most foreigners. True. And he yeah. actually tried. I'm sure he speaks the language and stuff. Yeah. Um, and this is going to sound really silly, but I I have a I had a GIF account as I'm sure you know. Yes. And he was one of the the guys who act, actually and actively uh, responded to my tweets. And for me, that was just he he was actually interested in the stuff I was doing. Yeah. And he followed me at at one point. So I always felt positive towards him, even when he was a heel. And I've always said that I liked 
uh, his creative style when he did um, do stuff like crawling around like a panther and stuff like that. There was one match with not a, a singles match, but a match where he and Desperado were in the same match and they did the splits together. Mm. Stuff like that I always really liked, but it never really went anywhere. Yeah. So I liked him. I had positive feelings towards him from years ago. And mm. then I come back and I'm told he is a baby face now and he's really over. And I missed all that, which makes me sad. Oh, you can go back and watch it on the new channel. I can, but it's different when it's it's live and you can talk with everyone about it and yeah, it, it's different. It was a good story because it was kind. It kind of got there was inklings of it for a very long time, and you know because of and there's there's other things as well that he's done for New Japan. Tamas Island as a podcast was very popular for a long time. Mm. And, you know, they had their own web series as well, but just about the same time as, you know, um, the Elite were doing, you know, they're not, no longer doing it now, but yeah. Um, when the Elite was starting their web series, it was the same things was happening for Tama. Um, you know, there was Tama and Valley and, and oh, Chase was on the Elite one, wasn't he? But yeah, they, 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 the Bullet Club Originals had their own kind of like web series that was growing as well, and they did an awful lot to kind of grow Bullet Club outside of New Japan in a very positive way. They did a, they did a block party in New York <laughs> with, you know, with Tama and Farley and, and Tangaloa, and they did, they did all sorts of things to try and create an edge for themselves or outside of what the elite were doing because they saw what the elite were doing and were like, well, we can do that too. Why do we have to do, why do we have to be the same as, you know, why do we have to let them take all the spotlight? And there was all sorts of storylines based around the elite and them, you know, there's all sorts of things that didn't go as far as they could have done when they did. I mean, like the firing squad was a great idea of having the elite expelled from Bullet Club. <laughs> mm. You know, um, I think that was really could have got rid of Chase then, to be honest. But they allowed him back in. So I'm still sad Tama didn't become Bullet Club leader at that time. Yeah, that's the bit I don't quite get. I mean, you can understand when you've got Jay White coming up, and that's that's understandable. But Tama Tonga would have, if they pulled the trigger then. But then again, I guess he wouldn't have been as over as he is now. I guess. No. So, but there you go. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. I seeing him cry, and it was just sad. It is, but you know. I, I mean, again, the same with Okada. Bit. I'm happy for him, and, and I hope he's happy wherever he goes, whatever he does. Yeah. But I'll miss him. Yeah, I do as well. I really will. And I don't think it'll probably hit us until we've watched him in Tanahashi. Um, yeah. And also, also with Tama, because we don't have that many foreigners who are really invested in New Japan and who have a history in New Japan. Mm. So when one of the few guys who's been there longer than 10 years is leaving, it's just feels like a bit of history and a bit of connection between my side of the world and New Japan is leaving, even though I'm from Europe and he's from the United States, but I, you get what I mean. Yeah, the Western kind of yeah connection, and I think as well is like 
there are younger new guys who are coming in, like Cal Newman and Dan Maloney, who we possibly will make that connection with in time. But Maybe again, it's, it's, but, but this issue is, I think, well, this is the thing. It's like I can see someone like Dan Maloney staying for a very long period of time because he's too big to be a junior and he's not, he's not big enough to be a serious heavyweight. And so, therefore, the junior division for him is, like, the ideal place to be. And he's kind of an old-school wrestler in the same way. Like, I look at him in the same way I look at, like, guys like Mighty Jones or the Dynamite Kid in the 80s of going to Japan to earn big money for a tour, going home and wrestling in front of 50 people in town hall. You know, that, mm. that he's one of those guys. He's, I don't, I, I'm sure he would go to a bigger company if someone offered him a lot of money. But I see him as more of a lifer because he fits the mold of New Japan perfectly and just what they need to do that job. And I don't think there's a role for him in other companies. In much the same way, when I look at the, like, the foreigners that Noah pick up, they're interesting people because they're not, they're not, there's obviously, they're not like the archetypical North American wrestler, or else they would be in WWE or AEW or Impact. Finney so was no, in Noah. Sorry? Vinny, yeah, as in Noah. Vinny is in Noah. That's what I mean. Vinny's awesome. I love Vinny. Vinny's great. So he's a, <laughs> I do. But he's, but he's not. You, you know, he's not a guy you would expect to see on an AEW card anytime. No, soon, no, no. It wasn't a dig at, at at you or Vinny. Just more uh, randomly, you said guys from uh, the they West in the Noah, mold. and I was like, oh yeah, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So this guy like that, and you know. There are, but they're still. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the good-looking guys. You were at United Champion, and I can't remember his name now. Jack thingy. He's a Scots guy. He's a Scots wrestler, and he comes back and wrestles on like ICW shows in front of a couple of thousand people in Glasgow, then goes to these massive arena shows in Japan, mm. <laughs> where he's the number two champion in the second biggest company in in, in Asia. So you know, it's uh, I. I see them kind of in that role, and I think they're probably going to be the ones that you are going to kind of gravitate towards as time moves on. I hope so. I, I just have trouble right now. Yeah, well, you're not. You're not going to gravitate. You're not going to gravitate towards Chase, are you? Let's be honest. Gravitate no, away from one him, of the possibly. few I actually think might stay around. So that's that's the possibly issue. because he can't get a job anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like uh, Maloney, and I think I could be invested in him but he's too new for me to trust that he's staying yeah there's only like a, a handful of guys foreign guys that i trust to stay in new japan where i don't have to worry every time contracts get mentioned that they no. leave and I think, right I, now yeah. i i there's a lot of rumors that a lot of people are leaving i mean so I, I think i'm Nicholson... not invested i'm yeah. not investing any effort in any of the foreign guys until we know that that's done. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, there's, I, I can't see the guys out of TMDK going anywhere anytime soon. But that's not like a ten-year commitment, is it? It's like till the end of the next contract run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they're getting a big push at the moment, so obviously they're going to be quite happy to stay around. But equally, I can't see Zack Saber Junior going anywhere else now. No, he's he's one of the guys. Like in TMDK, I'm I'm already invested in Zack and Fujita because I know they're staying. And I would say Nichols and Haste as well, because they've done, they did WWE and it didn't go well for them. So, yeah, I, I just don't know those guys at all yet. So, that's, well, that I mean, they, usually so they, takes me a bit longer. They did five years in Noah before they went to New Japan. 
before they went to WWE. So it's not like they don't know the Japanese system. No, I'm, I'm so, not saying... I just don't know them. Whereas hmm. uh, Fujita, I just got instantly interested in. I, I usually... It takes me a bit longer to get used to the foreigners. I don't know why. Probably because I don't trust that people will stay. <laughs> so I don't trust them foreigners. I, that sounds awful. It does. That's not how I meant it. I, I know you didn't, but it just made me laugh. I do apologize. <laughs> it's just in, in a group of uh, like uh, Zach Fujita and Shane Hayes and Mikey Nichols, right? Yeah. Um, Fujita would be the first one I paid attention to because he's my kind of guy. Yeah. And I can trust that he stays so i'm way too focused on him right now so it, it'll take uh, me a bit to the, the the faction is named after mikey nichols and shane Hayes' tag team though i know i'm sorry it'll take i i'm sure i will because i'm already invested in zach and fujita so i'm definitely going to be to know the other guys whereas yeah. i have no interest in united empire no, None of neither them. have I. No, neither have I. I mean, I like Jeff Cobb. He's okay. I, I like them, and I I like uh, Akira, Akira and um, Newman. Yeah. But I don't like two of the guys that they're working three with. Three of the so, guys. Three. Yeah. So I'm not voluntarily going mm. to watch anything they're in. So I don't <laughs> get invested in them. Whereas no, I, I've already looked up matches that Team DK have been in. Yeah. I have a th- I mean... I'm intrigued as to what happens when Osprey's gone, gone. That's the only reason why I want to watch this cage match. Celebrations! Is to see what happens. Celebrate good time. Um, I want to see what happens, but I have a horrible feeling it's going to involve Riddle, but we'll see what happens, I guess. I hope not. I hope they change their plans based have, on the reaction. They have done in the past, but it's usually had to be a reaction in the locker room for that to happen, not an reaction in. I yeah. hope Rocky saw the reaction. I really do. Yeah. Well, I hope somebody saw the reaction and was like, this isn't going to work. Well, they must have because commentary barely mentioned him. So. I think as well, I mean, this is also the point of, you know, all of that was done before Tanahashi was president. There is the MLW talent swap agreement in place and that might have been part of that deal. Um, so there's things, and, there's things that can move and shake, I guess. We'll have to see. But, yeah. Oh god, imagine that they give Riddle the belt at one point that, I, that Tanahashi holds. I, I, it's a waste of time as well. It doesn't get anyone over because Riddle's not going to be there long term. So it's like, you know, he's not going to spend I, a massive amount of time there. So it's like you've gone from Zach defending it 17 times in a year all over the world to a guy who spends one week out of three you know, in the company. I listened to a podcast today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work at Stiff. We work yes. stiff, something like that. We work Stiff. We work Stiff. Yeah. And they mentioned uh, it, it was an older one a couple of weeks ago. They mm-hmm. mentioned the the Zack Tanahashi match at Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. and what they thought was going to happen. Um, and they said, "I think Tanahashi is going to win," which obviously he did. And then they're going to give it to a younger guy. I would say that that makes sense. Because, and the logic was that they had, and which I agree with, um, if you want to do that, you want to give the belt to a young guy, say Yuya, for example. Mm. You can't have Yuya beat Zack, because that makes Zack look weak. Yeah. 
because he's losing to a younger guy and you want to move him up. So you can't do that. Mm. But you can have Zach lose to Tanahashi because he's Tanahashi. Yes. And also, and you, as you've got that double layer with the six-man championship, you can have Zach beat Tanahashi for the six-man belts, thus getting his win back and yeah. creating momentum Yeah, without hurting anybody else. Yeah. And you yeah. can uh, then use Tanahashi to build up in this example, Yuya. Yeah. Because a win for a guy like Yuya on Tanahashi would be huge. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tanahashi couldn't take anything. He's, he's the ace. Doesn't yeah. matter if he loses. No, no. He's he's kind of, we know where he is and he is kind of where he is and that's fine. He's eternal. <laughs> yes. He's, he's, he will, he's, I think this is as well is like um how can I put this? I was watching the card today and I was remarkable how many utility players they have on that roster. Like plug and play guys. Okan's a plug and play guy. Ishimori's a plug and play guy. Tanahashi's a plug and play guy. You don't necessarily have to move the top of the card, the bottom of the card, the middle of the card. They will they will make things work for you no matter what you need them to do. And that's, you know, because I've seen Ishimori open like house shows um, in the UK in Wolverhampton in front of 200 people. And I've seen him yeah. main event Currican Hall for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. And he puts everything into both of those things because he's just a utility guy. He can do that. Um, and there's, there's four or five guys on the roster. And I'm like, when you don't have guys like that is when you have trouble. Yeah. And also a guy like Ishimori, you could conceivably always put the belt on. Yeah. If you want someone to be interim champion between two guys. Yeah. He's, and Sana's yeah. the same. You can always put a belt on him. Yeah, the the you know, there's there's I've looked at companies that don't have those guys. I mean like WCW in the nineties is a good issue of they had a couple of those guys like Dimo and Kose. But you had too many big stars. To make the whole thing viable, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's the issue is like you, you need some guys, blue guys, guys who just put things together for you. And I think that's the reason why New Japan will be okay. It'll always be okay, but I think it will be okay not because necessarily they've got to find stars, they do, but I think the, they've got enough glue guys to be able to make things work for quite a while, you know, even without because they're, they're also in the middle of. Turnover, not necessarily wrestlers have just lost, but turnover of storylines because they've just had yeah. their big storyline. You know, it was something um, Cowboy Bill Watts used to think about when they did the big show at the Superdome in New Orleans, in New Orleans every year. They knew business would go down because they've got no impetus. The story's been told. There's the big blow off show. Now you start again. WrestleMania is the same issue, and that's because of the way the wrestling industry works. New Beginnings is always a fascinating part of the year for me because it literally is what it says on the tin. You know, it's New Beginnings. Where are we going to go next? Where's the new story going to come from? And that's another issue. I think I think they also need to look at when they sign contracts for because they need to stagger things out so you're not losing two or three guys at once like you have done now. And I'd have thought they'd fix that in 2016 when it happened last time. <laughs> but, yeah. you know... Even if you yeah. staggered, if you staggered it by three months, it wouldn't seem like so much of a shock. 
I feel like, and we've discussed this before, that New Japan and foreigners is still not a good mix. I think they see foreign stars as utility, as they're useful, and then they move on. Yeah, they are, and I think that's fine. If you look at the way they used, say, Hulk Hogan in the 80s, pour him on a big contract, comes in for big shows, fills the Tokyo Dome, goes home, that's fine. But as soon as you start building storylines and, you know, more than one-off matches, the way they're using Danielson at the moment is perfect. Mm-hmm. Comes in for a big match, doesn't really affect anything on the flow of the company, goes home again, has a massive payday. Thanks, lads, goes home. You know, that's, that's a brilliant way of using a utilitarian big star. But it's when you start putting them in storylines and kind of getting people invested and then everything falls flat because they leave. No, no, I, I, I agree. I just yeah. think that from their point of view, that's how they look at it. And it also doesn't help that the big guys they did build up get poached away. So why would you invest so much time? Yeah. I mean, I suppose like you've AJ Styles and Kenny Omega were probably the two best examples of how long were they there? Three years each. So there was a reasonable amount of investment and they got an awful lot done in those three years. But it's still only but three years. But it's still the only three years. For like from a for a lifetime fan like us, it's like we're still going to be cheering for Desperate in five years' time. We're still going to be cheering for Wato in two years' time. And, and it took Despera- Desperado how long to get to where he is? AJ Styles and Kenny Omega was only three years, whereas Desperado took like 10 years to get where he is now. Like had, yeah. had Despy been a foreigner, it might have happened way quicker. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And I suppose as well, there is the, also the old story of... Hmm, how can I put this? It used to be the New Japan wouldn't pull the trigger on anyone who wasn't a New Japan guy, which isn't true anymore. Like, Osprey coming up, for instance, say in the 80s or the 90s, would never have been IWGP heavyweight champion. Because even though he was a long association with the company, he wasn't a New Japan guy. He didn't come through the dojo. He didn't understand the philosophy of the system. He didn't, like, you know, get it. Whereas, and, and, and you know, Baba was absolutely adamant that no one that came from New Japan would ever win a championship in all Japan because it was just, like, strong. Can't do things like that. You know, you betrayed your company and came to work for me. It's like he hired them and then just, like, made sure they never won anything. Um, but you know that's changed. Sonata having a big long run in the championship, he's an all Japan guy. That's kind of like you know where we're at. That's that's not the same, but also it means, like you said, new foreign guys are going to come in, have a starburst career, and then move on somewhere else. When you are more interested in you know Japanese wrestlers, because we know that they're going to be there for a lot longer, because you can't yeah. see. And you and Murray did all right in Impact Wrestling, but it's not like you can see him having a massive run in AEW, is he? You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's a Japanese wrestler in a Japanese style in a Japanese company. And we like Japanese wrestling, so why would we watch other wrestling? Yeah, it's also because someone... Um, I, I talked about Kevin Kelly with someone, mm. and we talked about, like, if I asked Kevin Kelly his current new, favorite New Japan guys, I'm not sure how many of them would be Japanese. And that's the case with a lot of Western New Japan guys, uh, fans. Mm. Yeah. I feel like they gravitate towards the foreigners a lot more. Whereas I'm the complete opposite. 
Like I like Zach. Mm. I, I like Tama kind of, but if you ask me my top ten New Japan guys, maybe Zach and the rest yeah. would be Japanese. And I think that's the thing is like, you know, I like Zach because he wrestles like a British wrestler and it's the wrestlers I grew up on. You know, is that there's that shadow of, of the, the Wigan about him that, that makes me like him. But those guys had a massive influence on how Japanese wrestling works. So he essentially wrestles like a Japanese guy. You know, and that's the thing is like, you say like someone like AJ Styles. AJ's awesome, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a terrible wrestler. He's great. But he didn't wrestle like, he wrestled like AJ Styles. <laughs> he didn't mm. wrestle, he's like he wrestled like Shinya Hashimoto or, or, you know, Kawada or anything. He didn't change the formula because he's freaking AJ Styles. Why would you? But that doesn't mean he was a Japanese style wrestler. I like Japanese style wrestling and Japanese style wrestlers who tend to be Japanese, funnily enough. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me that there's such a disconnect between the different sides of the New Japan fandom. Because you really have, on one hand, a lot of people who watch it primarily for the foreign stars. And on the other hand, you have a lot of people who are primarily focused on the Japanese stars. I, I, New Japan would like to be a, a mix of that. <laughs> I'm a mutual, I have mutuals that like absolutely love House of Torture and can't understand why you wouldn't want that as there's, there's you know, there's, there's television every week. Why wouldn't you? It's just amazing. And it's like, well, yeah, because that's the kind of thing that they're into, you know, that because they see it from such a Japanese perspective and that's mm. what they want to watch. And it's like, I don't dislike it and I understand why it's there and I, and I get it. I just, I, I, you know, but I also have other outlets where I can go watch matches that I like all the time. I can go watch Glate and I, love all of their matches because that's booked in a style i really appreciate so you know this, this that's the whole point isn't it it's it's a capitalist world you go find the product you like yeah <laughs> but the thing is like i would choose house of torture over bullet club the current line of a bullet club yeah okay and I can, yeah uh war dogs that's bullet club yeah yeah War Dog, bullet club. that 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 group the david mm. finley group sorry yeah, <laughs> not necessarily because of David Finley. Yeah, but I'm because... just way more invested in the guys in House of Torture. Yeah, because I've seen Yujiro for years. Yeah, I've seen Evil in Lij. I've seen him as a young lion for a little bit, then mm. Lij, then uh, House of Torture. I've seen Show since he was a, a young lion, and then in Chaos, and then in House of Torture. And stuff like that. Whereas if I look at Bullet Club, I have mm -hmm. none of that investment, none of that history with most of them. David, David Finley, Finley yes. Yeah. And well, yeah, but uh, you would have done with Gabe Kid because he's he kind of got stuck in Japan during lockdown and had to stay there. He, yeah, and my issue is also not with Gabe Kid because I think he's he's a proper New Japan guy. Yeah, and so is Coughlin, Coughlin and. Yeah, but I I don't have the same feelings towards them as I do towards House of Torture. Like House of Torture can annoy me, but they're yeah. still New Japan guys I like. Because, yeah. 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 It's, it's just really interesting to me. To I'm see. still I'm still mad at Show for leaving Chaos. So. <laughs> Poor you. Yeah. 
That's, that's a, that's a, that's a, I, I saw well, a, there's a no greater crime in my mind than leaving chaos. So <laughs> yeah. my, I can't say. Oh, that's why you're. Empire. Are you mad at the Kada then? I'm not. No, he's not leaving chaos. He will always be a member of chaos. He's leaving oh, the company okay. entirely. I'm not mad at Makamura for leaving. It's physically leaving chaos. I'm not mad at. Yeah. I'm, he's, yeah. He no. He'll always be a member of chaos. I'm not mad at. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember. There was another guy who was in chaos who went back to MMA, and I can't remember his name now. But I'm not mad at him because he will always be in chaos. His contract ran out, and they didn't re-sign him. Mm. <laughs> he was in nowhere, and that was a brilliant story. Did you miss that? It was a couple of years ago. He used to tag. He he was a, he was in chaos, and he was there for Nakamura's leaving. And that was that's when he left New Japan as well, and he signed with uh, he signed with Noah. And became part of Seguri Gun in Noah. And they were looking for a tag team partner to take on LIJ. No, to take on Suzuki Goon. So of course he rang up Toriano. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Seguri Gun Seguri Gun came out of Suzuki Goon and then Suzuki Goon came back to Noah for the for the to take them on. And then we we need another guy. We can't we need someone with some inside information. So they called Toriano. <laughs> and Yana knows how to torture Suzuki. Yeah, that was it. Wait, I've just, just got, got just the guy. Because I'm still a member of Chaos, kind of. He just stands there as Suzuki starts sweating. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yes, I'm not mad at them for leaving the company. That's allowed. But, you know, you can't leave Chaos unless you're kicked out. That's <laughs> oh, the opposite of LRJ members who still like yeah. evil, even though, and Sonata, even though they left. Well, Nate, you're I mean, like, how dare show? He's yeah. dead to me now. He is. NATO got kicked out of chaos, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind him. <laughs> he, he he didn't choose to be. No, you um, Yujiro the... turned on him, and they got rid of him. So that's Cause, yeah, because you made him like him and Yujiro were the first two wrestlers to win the junior heavyweight and heavyweight tag team championships. They did it before the young bucks did. <laughs> <laughs> And you hate show now, and I like show because he was in chaos. Yeah, but yeah, but no, he's <laughs> there is no greater crime than leaving chaos or just turning your back on chaos. Osprey, I'm looking show at you. Show is the biggest deal <laughs> in New Japan for you. And no, Osprey is obviously. Uh, yeah, but he's he's gone because <laughs> he Forget turned he Osprey. turned he turned on he turned on chaos, and he's a dick. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rightly so yeah. yeah, that's true. But yeah, but there you go. But yes, so. We have happy times to come, I feel, in New Japan Pro Wrestling as the, the new stars go and film. Interesting, definitely. And this is the thing. If you like watching wrestling and you want to see new people grow, which all wrestling fans do, and as much as I love Kazuchi Okada, he has been part of my journey with New Japan Wrestling for the last 10 years. But I've been watching New Japan Wrestling for the last 30 years, on and off. And so You're therefore, old. I am old. I'm so fucking old. You would not believe how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um as you know he's as things move on you know i i've seen inoki come and go and fujinami come and go and kate and joseph come and go and the three musketeers come and go and new japan's always been there and it will stay there and you know you're coming up on nearly 20 years since gedo and jado joined the company and things have gone well and gone badly and things will change and things will move but New Japan Pro Wrestling will continue onward um, because it's the king of sports. And that's why we love it. All right, then. 
Thank you very much for listening to us today. Where can we find you on the internet, Christy? You can find me arguing with people on Smark Infested on Twitter. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, Mark is always like, as long as you're respectful and nice to me, then I'll talk to you on Twitter. And you're like, no, bring it on. <laughs> well, I know people will. I, I, I can just say, like, I like Goto, and someone will show up. Yeah, Goto's boring. And I'm like, They're wrong. <laughs> Man is a god amongst men. Yeah, but even if, if they were right, like, gorgeous why, hair. why go bother someone with it? Well, yeah, but it's the same. It's the internet. It's like, I had some nice waffles. Why didn't you have pancakes? Yeah, I like waffles. Well, does it mean you hate pancakes? How dare you? That's it. Exactly. (laughs) That's that's the thing. Smart infested. Smart infested. It's a a well-curated and lovely uh, Twitter account. You can find (laughs) me at Sheriff Lone Star. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star TX on Instagram. And... uh, uh, oh, Mastodon, I'm a show phone star on that as well. Um, you can find the show Troopany Show on Twitter and Instagram and Troopany Show on Facebook and Patreon where you keep Troopany Show free for, for everyone. We have a Discord and we have a Threads uh, account as well. Though I must admit, I keep forgetting to add stuff onto the Threads account because it's Threads. <laughs> and it's like... Uh, <laughs> I remember talking about not knowing what Threads is. So yeah, you're doing better than I am. It's like Facebook's Twitter. Yeah, equivalent. you explain it to me, and I, yeah. I, I, sorry, I, I don't care. No, no, I don't think that many other people. One of my former students um, uh, is uh, Becca is is on it. So the only like she kind of posts about guitar stuff that she does all the time. So therefore. I get posts of her playing um, her, her Ibanez um, every once in a while. Aww. And it's nice and it's cool. It's like one of my former students is still playing and she's really quite an important um, university lecturer these days. So that's really cool. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. And then um, that's that's all that happens with threads as far as I can tell. There's just Rebecca on there and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Jericho's on there. That's the only other like Rebecca and Jericho. That's the only oh, notifications again. Jericho. Like, <laughs> oh God. sometimes I you remind me of a person. I'm like, oh yeah, he exists too. He's still yeah. there too. Oh God. No, I, he had a good match with Takeshita, and that was his most productive moment of last year. And then everything else went to crap. We're, so. we're ending on a downer again. We are. We are. Let's end on a positive note. New Japan uh, will be back, like James Bond. In three uh, days. Yeah, uh, well, we've got, let's see, do, 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 new beginnings, row two new beginnings, row begin, where are we? we what, the 20th of January, it's there the we 20th, go. 20th, yeah. Yeah, there is, um, uh, 20th of January today, where are we got? I lost here. There you go, so yeah, today's card was Nagayo. We're back, tomorrow is the new beginning show, but there is... Yeah, but that's not televised. Row two, yeah, the next row two show, there is, oh, there's going to be one on Wednesday, isn't there, at um, Kirken Hall. It's Shotaro and Ren Narita in the main event, and TMDK versus Chaos and Hiroshi Tanahashi for the number of weight championships on Wednesday night at uh, Kurikan Hall. And I Shota think versus Ren Narita, yeah, that's the main that's event. To, that's going to end in shenanigans. And Tuesday night, El Desperado and Yoshinobu Karamaru for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship at Kurikan Hall. That Woo-hoo. race will be rocking for that because they are both massively popular there. Uh, we've got Road 2 shows all the way up to the 11th of February. What are they doing with this tour? It's the never-ending tour. They're offering to Osaka, Eddie on Arena. 
and then Fantastica Mania. <laughs> yes. Oh, and yeah. Um, Eddie on Arena. Get this lineup. This is um, amazing. The main event will be the ten man steel cage match. Ugh. Prior to that will be Brian Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. Prior to that will be Gorillas of Destiny versus Bullet Club for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. And prior to that, it's Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kazuchika Okada in Okada's final match in New Japan Pro Wrestling. They put Okada halfway. Yeah. Follow that, Chase. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> okay. I, I understand that they want to put titles and stuff above... Yeah, the it was a the first, like that, first, still. first deal, yeah, first steel cage match in the last the like like twenty years. Yeah, I couldn't understand why you'd put that at the main event. But Tam Danielson and Zay, Zach Saber Jr., wouldn't you pull that somewhere else? Like the following night, for instance. Yeah. On Akada and Tanahashi for the very last time. Um, maybe you do that on a different night, but it's all going off in Osaka. What can you say? Um, but there you go. All right, then take care. Have a lovely week, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye.